and also there are bandits. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jonathan. I'm Joe. I'm Jason. Oh, I went the full name this time. Oh, Joseph. Sorry. I said Jason as well. I always say Jace. Oh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I let the team down. Sorry, boys. That's right. We'll, we'll forgive Joseph. you. Joseph. <laughs> you, you, you don't look like a Joseph. You look like a Joe. I do go by Joseph a lot. Do you really? I do. Although mm. you're technically a Giuseppe, aren't you? True. Yeah. People finding out a lot. Yeah, no, but I. I Joe's nice and easy. He's. Wait, are you actually a Giuseppe? Yes. I had no idea. On the phone, whenever someone asks for my name on the phone, they always hear it as Jason. Right. I say, Wait, did you Joseph. say they always hear it as Jason? They, say, they call me Jason. All right, so... And I get offended because that's a terrible name. Small story. At work, <laughs> I have... At work, in a line. So I've got my boss, and then in a line, we've got Jason, Jason, and Jason. Next which, which, to us, which order is it? It's Jason, Jason, and Jason, all right? Well, we, okay. Not Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> Not Jason, Jason. And then behind us, we've got Jared and Justin, and then just to the right of him is John. Just to the right. The point is, we've got a lot of J's, but everyone calls Justin, John, and Jared, Jason. That's really confusing. True story. That's fantastic. Happened to me. Not to a friend of a friend of mine, to me. Very confusing. Speaking of confusing, what did we just watch, boys? That Death Stranding thing. That was... But I mean, we knew it was going to be confusing. We did. Although, we, we do feel like maybe we understand more, and yet not. Because, you know, it's starting to feel a little, like you said, it, it's starting to feel a little Neon Genesis. It is. It's I mean, to- that I think Neon Genesis is a massive influence for Hideo, right? Like, I was, because I was watching on, it was Metal Gear Solid 2, there's like a special features on it, and it talks about world building. And Hideo built Big Shell, I think it's called Big Shell. Yes. Yep. Um, out of Lego. Oh, and there's really? a whole, and he built lots of things out of Lego. See more so, reasons like, for you to get Lego. What a yeah. legend! Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to watch this. This thing for Metal Gear Two is like one of the coolest, like extra bits of bonus content it's on YouTube. Yeah, and it's just talking about world building and how they come up with ideas and how like the office works and oh, it's it's awesome. Cool. Um, but um, I'm, I'm like all of Japanese sort of, you know, like robotic culture and whatever must be in must be an influence in Metal Gear in some way. Oh, yeah, sure. oh, definitely. Like yeah. you know, Metal Gear Rex and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, between that and um, an eighties action, like movies. Transformers and stuff as well, yeah. for sure. I look forward to playing that game when I'm about 100 years old. Who knows when that's coming out? But that that looked more like actual a bit of gameplay kind of elements when it stood up, but then it was cutscene the rest of the time. Again, I, I don't know whether or not this is going to be more Metal Gear Solid 4 or more Metal Gear Solid 5. Just, I mean, but like Metal Gear Solid 5 was basically all gameplay and yeah. no cutscenes. You yeah. get the occasional cutscene. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, then, you know, Metal Gear 4 was, you were just, it was like an interactive movie. Yeah. Um, which are, they were both good oh. in their own way. Well, yeah. Death Stranding is going to be something to look forward to oh absolutely like yeah. you, you have to play like, the th- cool thing about watching that trailer um, is for people who don't play games a lot it's I think it's still quite intriguing yes um, like Em you were pretty intrigued by that yes confused but intrigued yeah and the- then like Jen Jen watched it when we were at that whatever it was where, where do we go uh, Remember, PAX at PAX that's right um, you know it was the same was it PAX no it was GDC was it or something what do we go to that that day that we were and oh uh, RTX sorry RTX, RTX. Thanks. so there's sorry. too many acronyms in gaming packs, we? we haven't no, been on packs we were. Next next is that year. Melbourne or are they doing yes, it here Melbourne okay um, yes Ben we're going yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah like I think I think it's just intriguing for anybody yeah. um it's I definitely want to play it I don't know what we're gonna play but whatever whatever and the experience and what we're is playing I'm, it on you know yeah good point I have a feeling that 
I don't think it can be a PS4 exclusive anymore, right? Uh, Please say no. <laughs> at, at this rate, it's going to be a PS6 exclusive. So, mm. yeah. Right. Right. Um, so, um, oh, I got a message. Um, there's a lot of interesting things going on at the moment. So, I'm going to celebrate a couple of things straight up. Yeah, something very big to celebrate. Yeah, I got a Nintendo Switch. You did. That is the big news and the only news that we have for today. That was very exciting. What else um, is going on, Jono? The, the, the other big thing is we are now one year official. Woo-hoo! We are one year official. Happy birthday to us. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to us, us. indeed. Who, what exciting. else are we? Happy birthday. Yeah, me tomorrow. Yeah. Pretty much. Right? It's, it's, it's count. It's today. It's, it's already here. This is the nice birthday day. Yeah, yeah. Damn straight. There is going to be a lot of multiplayer today. Um, ranging from things like we're going to do it I think it's going to happen we're going to achieve this achievement in it's the only achievement I haven't got in Halo 3 ODST um, it'll be the only Halo game I'll have a full 100% if we can pull off this one achievement but we're doing it four people on live this there's some dedication going on here it's like you've two got hours a, you, of gameplay you've got a LAN set up I haven't set up a LAN in ages this is fantastic I'm loving it this is like old school Jono House type oh, set up here yeah, and, then Sorry, you've, yeah. and then you've phoned a friend to come in and like you know Damn straight. Play the fourth. Yep. Or the third. Or whatever number we it chooses to be. Well, I've got him also prepared to possibly jump on the back of the warthog and then just shoot. So you can guys you can explain what we're trying to accomplish though? Okay, so Halo 3 ODST introduced a gameplay mode called Firefight, which is like horde mode in Gears of War if you're used to it, or hell the this like Call of Duty and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And basically we've got to survive through four sets on heroic difficulty. Of firefight now a set is made up of five rounds of reinforcements each getting more difficult than the last extra skulls being turned on um of us just killing enemies wave after wave and we've only got seven lives to, to spare between us so if we get to say the fifth wave yes and we die yes do we go back to the start of the fifth wave no the waves keep going either you lose all your lives and then it's game over and you can get extra lives at the end of each set. So like an extra life will be awarded. Um, so sometimes I remember Joe and I have tried this many a time over the years. And there were times where one of us would be left and it'd be the very last set and we'd kill the last bad guy and everyone would come back into right. the next round and there'd be yep. one spare life available for the entire team. Um, so it's, it's pretty epic. Yeah. Um, I had a go for the first time in years uh, last night or the night before and hooked up three consoles and I had all three controllers around me and I was trying to control three people at once. It's hilarious. How does it, how does like old Halo hold up with new Halo? Does it feel a little bit clunky? Does it feel a little bit dated? Does it still... Uh, good question. Now, controller scheme is very different. I'm going to have to run you guys through that because... Um, Otherwise, we're going to be throwing grenades at each other. I was doing that. So, yeah. um, <laughs> we like, don't want to do that. I, I, in Halo, I roll like Boxer. The one where you punch with the, the trigger. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that... Well, actually, we can probably change settings. Yeah, we can. That. we can. Yeah, so we'll do yeah. that. Um, graphically, yeah, it's aged. Um, it looks quite nice on the one, I must admit. So I had it set up with two Xbox 360s and Xbox One all in the mix. As long as they're hardwired, it works. Yeah. So on that note, I did talk about this in a podcast ages ago that I was going to do Crimson Skies across all generations of Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work. They can see each other. They can join the same lobby, but then they won't continue the game all because of the Xbox. Right. I got an idea. So we're going to, you know, we might want to talk a bit more about this now, but whatever happens today, we're going to jump back on these mics at the end of the day and we're going to let everyone know how this has gone down, how we went. And we'll just so. tack it on the end of this podcast. Tack it yep. on the end. Yeah. Let's yep. do it. It's going to be epic. 
So um, the other multiplayer games we're going to play today, we're going to get some FIFA in. Yes. We're going to get some Night Squad. Cool. Um, and hopefully some... Um, well, with my new controllers. Thanks, boys. Yes, happy birthday. So between you got the red, and the red from M and the... Um, it's not the Recon Tech, it's the... Patrol oh, Tech. Patrol Tech Blue, which looks really sweet. So I'm very happy with the two new controllers. So um, there's also going to be some Overcooked today. Excellent. Uh, and then whatever else we can figure out. Maybe some Nidhogg 2. Yep, so some Nidhogg 2. And maybe we've around... We've got three switches here today or two? Two. Th- oh, two. We've got two switches. And, that, and then... And... On that, and maybe then Poyo Poyo Tetris, possibly. Oh, yes. definitely some Poyo Poyo Tetris. Yes. Um, and I was thinking of something else as well. No, some Spelunky is always good. Oh, um, some Crimson Skies. Yeah, yeah, you know cool. a game I heard is good? I, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast before. It's Rocket League. <laughs> Rocket League would be great. <laughs> Every chance I get. Are you going to get Rocket League on the Switch? Now that we had this conversation today it about the fact that we're going to play it like right next to each other rather than online, yes, I will yeah. be getting it on the Switch. Yeah. So we can do that exact thing. i got to say, visually, obviously, it isn't as good. No. Um, but, I mean, the beauty of the Switch, especially... Well, the beauty of the Switch is the handheld mode thing. Yeah. Like, I, I really enjoyed Skyrim. A lot of people enjoyed Skyrim. But I'm very tempted to buy it just purely from a portable because I play portable Switch more than I play on the screen. Yeah, I think I'm going to be the same. And I, I still have not put my Switch onto the TV. Not, not once? Not once. So wait, are you saying that like through Mario and everything, it's all been... All handheld. Wow. Yep. Jeez. All right. Loved it. I'll, great I'll, for that. Yeah. I, I just haven't had any... I haven't set it up to do that. Like, I might soon, but I just haven't really had the desire to. And I'm happy happy playing that way. It's been much more convenient. And I, I've been popping it in at night and playing a bit of Mario, getting through, getting collecting those moons. Absolutely loving it. Um, still haven't finished it. There's so much game there, but um, there is. yeah, I love playing it that way. I've started as well. What do you think? Have it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it. Um, it's funny, I've got to be in the right mood for Mario, but I am, the explosion is fantastic and just being able to chuck your hat on a T-Rex and run around is... It's such a cool mechanic. It's so, it's so good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, Poyo Poyo Tetris is also great, but it's, it's adventure mode. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a story. There is a story mode with these girls that are, are used to popping poyo poyos and um, also then these boys from another dimension who deal with Tetrises. It's weird. So enough about poyo poyo Tetris. I think it's when you get back to one year, gents. Amazing. One year we've been it's doing It's been awesome. It's been huge. I, I like the fact I get to hang out with you guys. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's That's been the best part about it. I don't really remember how this came about. Like... We've mentioned a few times, I remember you and I had that chat a while back about starting up a website or whatever, but then obviously like a lot of work went into turning like versus player into like a brand or or to us, you know, like we went through, I mean, you remember going through like the names? Oh, we did that. Over Encumbered was our first name. Over Encumbered was fantastic, but then there was somebody called Over Encumbered Mm. and we we were all tracking like whether or not this domain was going to expire and, and then like we even wanted to incorporate Over Encumbered into... Like a podcast something. or something it, it like that. It made sense. Like it felt yes. relevant to the three of us. Mm. But I, I think I remember at one point there was player versus and we all got excited over the name. But then I think I misspelt versus. Like yes, I spelt it correctly, but not. It was like more like a like a singing verse or something. Yeah, something oh, like that. Right, yep. Yeah. Um, and then we all got excited and then we lost it. And then, and then we ended up on versus player, which works better because, you know, we haven't used them yet. But with subdomains, you know, you can do player versus player. You can do yep. podcast versus player, people versus whatever you want. Yeah. 
Um, I think it rolls off the tongue better too. It does. Play. It's fun to say. Yeah. yeah, that was fun though. Like coming up with names, we, we would just text each other. And like sometimes really early strings. in the morning, yeah. like, and then everyone yeah. have an idea. Sometimes we weren't even. There were days where we didn't actually ever converse with one another directly. Yeah. Like if we were directing it, John and I, we wouldn't really be there at the same time. I'd pop up at midday sometime and make yeah. something. Mm-hmm. He'd pop up in the evening, and but it was cool that, you know. It, it all happened. Yeah, and I know we said ages ago when we were coming to our one year because it was that that it was that hashtag like a, a bit over a year ago now, which was your seven favorite games of all time, and yeah. the, the three of us did that, and that got into a lot of conversation, and then we were like, we should do this like as a as a podcast, yeah, absolutely as a thing. And I know we said we'll do that, we want to still do that. We're hoping to be able to do that maybe, you know, in the next couple months, month or two, um, about our seven favorite games of all time, but. It's been awesome. I've loved, like like you said, Johnny, just every you know couple of weeks yeah. getting together and just sit talking about games. It's motivated me this year to kind of branch out and play a couple of different things that I might not have normally have. Just, oh, to, I just to kind of have that conversation, and we played more multiplayer games absolutely this yeah, year I'm with each that. other than we've done for you know for years, and, and a lot of catch co op. Which yeah, I think you know, actually, I probably a, enjoy that the most. That's been like lacking from my life for a long time yeah. with my kids I at mean, home, particularly. The, there's a lot of podcasts out there. You know, people are doing daily podcasts, and like the whole yeah. thing is just it's just gaming, gaming, gaming every day. I mean, it'd be cool if we could do this every day, but the thing is, uh, you know, we love the fact that we've got listeners out there, and you know, it is just as much for everybody else. But it's also it really is for us, yeah. Oh, yeah. not in any selfish kind of way, but it's just. We, we do it when we can do it. Yep. And, you know, games, life, and everything in between. Life. Yeah. Well, we were supposed more to do often it than not. last weekend. Yeah, we were. And then I was sick again. So, we but, were like, just that's like... the thing. Like, it, wow, it would have been awesome to do it, like, on the one year anniversary. Yeah. And it's a big deal. But, you know, what? we're doing it within, like, our schedule. That's right. Exactly. And, you know, if you're sick, you're sick. Like, you can't, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy. And whatever this ends up becoming, if we do it more, if we do it less, if, you know, but like you look at the three of us, right? In terms of the creative outlet it's given us, like Jace is such a kind of you're, you're oh, so into yeah. the technical side of things and getting the website up and running, and it's amazing, and getting the podcast working and making it all slick and the behind the scenes stuff really simple, you know. And I know for like for Jono with his incredible hosting duties oh, of the podcast, but also the offshoots with your creativity in terms of. Um, you know, the draw the distance, draw distance and um, box blur. Box blur. And I know you've got some other things on the kind of horizon There's as well. And about, yeah. What you've done there and can't wait to share that with the world. And I love writing and I've really enjoyed that side of the website too. And, and you know, getting some things up and, you know, getting better at that. I like I think and we all, you know, just yeah, it's it's been a really fun creative outlet as well. I think yeah, I think we're still like we're still finding our feet about what works, you know, like there was a Maybe two weeks ago, I popped up some articles around the whole um, Battlefront Two yeah. thing because that was big news Which at the we time. We talk a little bit about, but yeah, we do. And, and like <laughs> the truth of the matter is, like we're all trying to find ways to put ourselves, you know, number number one in Google rankings. And you know, in some areas, Joe likes to Google versus player a lot. He's very vain. Google, um, Google um, cheap games and put any month after it, and you get versus player. And you get versus player first. Yeah. So but like, don't don't Google December today. <laughs> do it tomorrow because I still haven't put that up. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, it, it's. Like, we don't we don't necessarily need to be number one. No. I mean, it's nice to be that. And it, it's not... Yeah. The, the market's too saturated. Like, yes. we're not going to be that. This is our own little unique thing. Yeah. And you know what? If and every... boutique's a nice word. Boutique. Absolutely, <laughs> Joe. It's boutique. It's, it's boutique pod- gaming. We're, we're PB, the podcast boutique. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That would be a terrible name. It's kind of a, it sounds so wanky. It does. It we really, are the podcast really boutique. Yeah, yeah. But do you remember Electronics? EB Games was it Electronics Boutique. Yes. It was. But yeah. most kids now wouldn't know that. They just know it as EB Games. Yeah. I haven't thought about Electronics Boutique. No. Would well, you remember that's all their signage was that yep. too? It was. Yeah. yeah. But I worked there. It was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All those that's years right. ago. All those years ago. We've all had some experience in gaming departments yes. and various retailers. So. <laughs> Anyway, like I think the bottom line is we hope that, you know, you go on our website occasionally. You know, we're not posting like minute by minute news. We're not no. a Twitter feed. No. We post stuff that we want to post, you yeah. know, for ourselves. Yep. Um, you know, I've got friends. One of my mates the other day, Brendan, um, said that he really likes the articles that talk about the free games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like stuff that you might get on a Humble Bundle or stuff that pops up on Ozbargain or whatever. That's what I mean. If you Google cheap games, yeah. the games and the cheap articles that I put up each month. Absolutely. Like, you know, that, that's... I'm, I'm writing that. I know you can get that information just by going to Humble Bundle and stuff, but I appreciate that myself. So that's why I kind of Love it. do it. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's perfect as is. And, you know, whatever the next year brings, we're not going to say, whether well, you know, it's going to be bigger and it's going to be better. It's probably going to be more of the same, more which is exactly same. what we exactly. want it to be. And that's right? it. Yeah. And, yeah. and hopefully, like, I think our initial goal, like we always said, we wanted to go fortnightly. And, you know, I think we kept pretty close we, to that. We've got really close to that. And I think over the year, we've got to about, you know, that many podcasts yeah. anyway so um, you know cheers to us guys good on I, you I will say though to anybody out there who's listening who like wants to start their own podcast or whatever it's not actually that hard and you don't have to spend any money no as in well sorry I, sh- I shouldn't I'm lying to you you do have to spend some money and like right now for example for anybody who's interested in the tech perspective we're using a Zoom H6 we've got these three audio technical yeah, mics yeah three mics today first three yeah. mics it's yeah. very yeah. exciting it's, it's, a, it's our one year there. anniversary present it is <laughs> um, thanks to Jono my got, pleasure um, and you know, you you can do this. You don't need to use like really fancy equipment. It's like photographers. Like they say that the best camera you have with is, is one it's that you have you with you. It doesn't have to be some $5,000, you know, it can be, I, I, my honeymoon that I want to recently, I just use my phone the whole time, right? Yeah. And so... Well, same with podcasting. There's nothing stopping you from no. recording straight onto an iPhone or a, a Galaxy or, or a Note or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because there's more than enough apps out there that do it for you, give you a lot of... Um, starting ground so yeah I, I think it's worth getting in and just trying and if like if you ever want to do it like we're running it off a WordPress website and I should give a shout like this thing is running off something called Seriously Simple Podcasting yeah Seriously Simple I think it's I should get it right because like it's completely free this this plugin that this guy built yeah and you know people will spend money on on podcasting software but you can just do it yourself like yeah. and if you have no experience with building websites it doesn't matter WordPress makes it super simple yeah Um, just yeah if you want to do something just do it grab a mate get your dog, do whatever you want to do and like do the same thing that we're doing. But when, People when, will listen. <laughs> when Jay says it's simple though, it's probably he Jay's simple. simple. Yeah. Like, I do it, Jay. I'm not like, you know, I just, I, I'm all right with You're tech. logging into WordPress, making changes to the backgrounds yeah, on our website. You, you're oh, I'm changing backgrounds. <laughs> really yeah, yeah. fancy stuff there, mate. Technical. Whatever. All I'm saying is it's <laughs> like, better than I'm doing. Any, anybody can do it. You don't need to, you know, and you should because, you know. But it's fun to learn as well. Like it you, is. you've loved doing all that stuff, I think. Absolutely. Really, like a problem solving. I've also wanted to like tear my hair out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's the nature of something when you're working on something and you want it to be just right, or the yeah. way that you want it. Yeah, but it's awesome. Looking it is forward awesome. to another year of it. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and more. Yeah. So my wish for the new year, though, from our readers is, or listeners, readers, listeners, readers, whichever you are, um, is some more feedback from you guys. Yeah. And we'd like to know what you like. Like, we're, like Jay said, we're probably not going to change the format in any <laughs> huge way, but if there's something that everybody really enjoys or there's something they want to hear from, from us that seems to suit our style, because I, I think... You know, how many podcasts is it we've put up now? 30, yep. 40? 
I can have a look. I've lost track. It's a um, great way to be on a podcast too, because we don't we have people like write in occasionally, mm. and to be completely honest, like we've got we've had a few randoms here and there, but we've also just got our mates who listen. That's true, and, you know, and you can be on this. If you want to be on a podcast, this is the best way to do it. We're not filtering through thousands and thousands. Like, being honest, right? We're not no. filtering through thousands and thousands of no. emails per week going, we'll pick just the right one. If you write in right now, I mean, not right now. Come on, Ben, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you write, because it's not live. But if you write in right now for when you're listening to this, then you could be on the next one. Exactly. And Ben, we promise you'll be on one very soon. Yes. And this is our 28th podcast today. There you go. 28th podcast. 28th So episode. we did 28 in a year. We've done more than we, we, were, we, done uh, more. we were hoping to. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah, it's good really, job. really good. Because I know there's, um, what was it? Was it five or four podcasts that we did that never got published live? Yeah, we did, I think it was three at the beginning. Three? Yeah. Should we, uh, should we start talking about some games maybe? What we've been playing? Yeah, what we've been playing, yeah. Did you want to go on to a bit of Star Wars there? Or I, you want to... I will, but just before I do, I'm going to answer a challenge Jace put out a while back, he asked me on the Mega Drive if the game Red Zone had anything to do with the EA Strike series. Oh, yes, I remember this You remember this? I remember this. Do you have an answer? I do have an answer. Is there anything that you linked in any way? So, the the developer and the publisher have nothing to do with EA, and um, it is not linked to the Strike series, but there have been comparisons made by reviewers over the years between the two games, because they're both helicopter-based, although Red Zone you can is, leave the helicopter. is top-down. Yeah. You can leave the helicopter, but you could do that in Urban Strike as well, the right. missions that were on the ground. Okay. Um, but all reviews say that Red Zone got the on-the-ground stuff much better than Urban Strike did. Yep. Um, it was also, for me, in the 90s, there was this ad that kept popping up in my comics of a game called Subterranea. Yep. Um, same developers as Red Zone. Right. They were really ambitious and they really um, wanted to push 3D graphics um, on the Mega Drive, which just really wasn't ready for 3D graphics and they, they pushed it quite hard. So it's gotten really interesting reviews um, from both positive and negative points of view. Yeah. Um, it sounds interesting. I'd like to try it one day, but there you go. Huh. Very cool. Thanks right. for doing that. That's right. Anytime. <laughs> I love a bit of research. Yeah. I just, uh, I got reminded, I was listening to the podcast um, uh, about a month back and went, oh yeah, I haven't answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to complain. Actually, I'm going to make this the shortest segment I possibly can on Star Wars Battlefront 2. So, if you've read our website and Jace's um, article on, you know, the explosion on, on Reddit, on Reddit yeah. about microtransactions in Star Wars Battlefront 2, and then Joe and I are big Star Wars fans, and we've we've been quietly, you know, excited because it has a single-player campaign. Yeah. And so, the, what was it? The week after launch, we saw it for 62 bucks at JB. So he picks it up. Yeah, and I had no plan to buy it. No. Like I was, you know, Jono was just walking through the shops with me and we're like, he's like, you know, it's 62 bucks. And I said, you shouldn't have said that because I'm now going to be the pro- part of the problem. Yeah, I'm buying and, it. and ditto. <laughs> and from my personal point of view, the, the four hours of, of mission-based gameplay were a bit of fun. Um, so do you own it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, the, it was... Um, the, the story was interesting because you're playing as Imperials but of course, it takes the classic twist of. I don't think it's much like I've not you, finished the game, but it's not much of a twist. Like you no, know where it's going. That's why I say it, it takes the classic twist of, "Hey, we're going to change into rebels." Um, with oh my god, it was just the tiniest push. <laughs> so you know, but the wait a second, we're bad. <laughs> it's got, got like, oh my god, <laughs> what? And the other guy goes, "Yeah, and I'm staying bad." Um, yeah, great, but it was it had some fun moments, and it was it was paced nicely and. Can I say though, yeah. I think 
for a game that's got that they they said you know we're going to put a story in it and he knew they had to yeah. essentially they've got multiplayer maps that they've worked into a story maybe not all of them no. but but a lot of them a right? lot of them I think they've done an awesome job. I love oh, how yeah. they've brought in different yeah. characters from from the you know familiar faces. So, I really so like how they've done to? it. What mission are you up? Like, who's in the mission that you're up to? We've just left. Um, or should, um, Without spoiling too much, we've we've left something to do a, a place that was in um, the Force Awakens. Okay, so, I'm cool. not saying it was set at okay, that time, I know where you are. but it was in that place. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm enjoying it. And, and I, I said sorry, but like when I when, when you put that article up, Jace, like one of my, my comment there was. You know, I'm going to get this game, yeah, yeah. but I'm not going to support the online. I have played the single player, and I've done a lot of split 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 screen co op with my son. Yeah, um, we finished uh, both campaign, but both sides. Sorry, each of the missions. That's all I've done. I have no desire to go and play this game online. I think you know that's kind of my message to EA is I want a single player Star Wars game. I love that there's split screen. Um, I oh, don't wait, wait till I give you my take on that. Side. But I don't like the way the split screen, the, the, the mission structure is set up. Like it's, there's three star difficulties. Yeah. And the first star difficulty is so easy. Yeah, so easy. Then if you go up to the other ones, it's like you go up to the third, it's a bit ridiculous. Like he, he, my son's not, you know, he's six. Um, so he's not finding it super, super easy at that level because of the extra, um, you need to start using your kind of extra abilities. Yeah, you do. But um, I would have liked to have just started the middle difficulty because that's what we're doing now. But I'm kind of already over it. Mm. Like I just want to finish the campaign and I'm probably going to sell this game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, all the coverage is around like microtransactions and gambling and stuff like that. And everybody knows where people stand on that and yep. you can get all that information. Let's like, just out of curiosity though, pretending that that's not in there, yeah. And the thing is whether or not you actually can pretend it's not there or if it's so ingrained within even the single player experience that you need to actually pay extra money. Like, is it a good game? Yeah. I think it's good. I don't think it's great though. I don't think it's... I, I wouldn't enjoy it if it wasn't a Star Wars game. Like, it looks phenomenal. It does the, look the, phenomenal. The, the, the motion capture is like... Ah, it's spot on. It's phenomenal. It's just amazing. And the voice acting, like, there yeah. are some original trilogy actors in here and it's like, wow, that is that is yeah. them. That just sounds exactly like them. And it's not, but it just sounds exactly like them. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing I don't like, I really don't like about it is when you get these things called star cards, mm. it makes your character more powerful or it, or it gives you different abilities. Yeah. And it's like, I just want, I'm playing a single player game. Why can't I just have all the abilities yeah. there for me as I'm playing? Like, why do I have to? Because it's, it's set up like the Battlefield series in that it's, the single player game is there purely to teach you the multiplayer. Yeah. And that's why it's all in there. But he, his, and I had this complaint with Battlefield, uh, Battlefront 1. Yeah. And I've got the same complaint now that if I want to play on my own like you are with your son or just playing the, the arcade side, I can't access the Starfighter battles yeah. with bots. And I love the Starfighter battles. I think they're really well designed. They're amazing. Oh, Criterion cr- have knocked it out of the park. Job. There's one, one uh, mission where you're in the Millennium Falcon. And I was like, this looks incredible. And it played yeah. so much fun as well. Yeah. I, I actually did that mission a couple of times. Well, I would love to do that. I would love to play all the major maps because when you play online, there's some mission objective based Starfighter maps and they're a lot of fun. And one of them is clearly set in Last Jedi as well. Yeah. You have no control over which one of those missions you're getting. <laughs> and I've so far, the same problem I had with, with Battlefront 1, which was I had trouble finding people to play with, I'm having with this game. Yeah. And it's brand new. I shouldn't have that much trouble. And yet, I'll, I'll jump in, I'll wait, I'll get a full game, we'll play, everyone will leave, and then no one, 
no one. I sat there for 15 minutes once reading on my iPad waiting for it to get into a game and nothing happened. So part of the reason you're probably having so much trouble is just no, isn't no selling well. It. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah. Um, and you know, what is it? 45 bucks at JB Hi-Fi. And that's not an advertisement to go out and buy it. It's just showing you how quickly, yeah. a, you know, a new game in Australia... And for American listeners, like that's cheap for us. That's super, yeah, that is cheap for us. Like un, we get we get of. new releases. If if you don't get a discount, one hundred to one hundred and nine. Yep. Sometimes, yep. and then you know, otherwise, you know, JB will sell it for maybe sixty nine the first day or seventy nine. Yeah. But about eighty bucks is what you're paying for a new release. Yeah. But then again, other stuff is dropping now as well. You know, Assassin's Creed is now down to forty nine dollars yeah. in the space of a very short period of time. So yeah. But that's no World. that's no negative towards the game. It's just a competitive market. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Look, I. I'm glad I bought it. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying the single player. I know it was fun to play through the campaign, the the mission side with my son. Like he's visually, it's beautiful. But even when he was um, like, I stopped playing, and he's like, I said, you can keep on playing. He went back and played Battlefront One. Yeah, of course. Because he just wanted to just do more of that. Like he's he doesn't really see it as anything different. Like yeah. in terms of the the maps That's awesome. there. So, oh well, you know what? You you sell it and get a bit of cash back, and yeah. You know. That's the sad part. Some of the best stuff is actually locked away in the multiplayer where you don't get control on whether you get to play it when you want to play it. So You know, you've made me really... I'm, I'm actually feeling tempted to play the multiplayer now, now I, the way you're I, kind of talking I about it. I want to show you I will levels. not spend a cent on, on, no, no, I trans, on you know, microtransactions or whatever they're calling it now. What is the new term? Some sort of like, uh, yeah, you know, stupid. recurrent player spending or whatever yeah. nonsense. Um, but yeah, no, but... No, but there's some great content in there and it's locked away and... The amount of times I played through the same level, it's like three goes in a row because that's the one that dumped you into. When I knew there was this definitely content there that I haven't seen, yeah, and that I have, I can't even choose. I can't even see it. I can't even set up a custom game to do it. I, unless I'm saying something differently, but yeah, no, it's that's, it even more of a disappointment than, than the expectation that was going to be. Yeah. When I went into it. It's yeah. Anyway, such is life. Yes. You playing something, Joe? Let's talk about a really awesome game, Jace, mm-hmm. that I think you're going to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's this? And, and ben, <laughs> ben came up with a great name for this um, segment, actually. Yep. He said, Patched Opinions. Very cool. Because a while ago, I went with Ben, I mentioned on the podcast, to the Assassin's Creed Origins mm. um, Black Beta that IGN put on. And I wasn't sold on the game there. Like, it was... I think they just threw you too far into the game. Um, I got... We, had, we got very sidetracked. We were just going around in the water and just killing hippo, just getting killed by a hippo. Um, so I bought it. Like I, I was... How much did you get it for? I think it was... Was it 59? I think it was. Uh, or 69. Bad. 69, yeah. 69. So it was like I'm approaching, you know, Christmas holidays and I'm like, I want to get a game for Christmas holidays. Mm. They got all the Cyber Summer Monday, Black Friday, mm. the long weekend, whatever it was, um, sales. And I saw that and it was either that or I was going to get... Um, Mario vs. Rabbids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've, I've still got Mario like on the Switch that I'm, that I'm playing a lot of. Um, so I'm like, all right, this really does interest me. Like the more I've seen about it, the more I've heard about it, everyone's saying the game's amazing. So can you can you talk me through the start of the game? This is not spoiling anything, really. The, to, to, to set it up, basically, you're an a ancient Egypt cop. Yeah. So it's ancient <laughs> Egypt cop sort of slash assassin. So GTA. That comes a bit later on. It does. Um, but can you st- get me from the point from the beginning to when you leave the first area, Seawar, whatever it's called, the first area that you leave? The, 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 when I put the game on, I started in this one open segment, like, you know, you're inside yep. a bit, uh, some sort of building. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, and the game crashed on me. Yep. Yeah. So then I had to do it again. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't a very fun kind of introduction to the game. And I'm like, uh, I'm not 
kind of sold on this. But then you started to get the cutscenes and the character, the character development. Um, like initially, you'd got nothing. Like it's just you're basically thrown into this game. Yeah. You're, this, you're just some dude. You're some avatar. You don't know anything about him. But what I'm loving about the game is the story. Like Bayek, I think is how you pronounce his yeah. name. Um, it's not just him that I like. It's it's kind of what he stands for. He's a he's a family person. Like he's a, he's a husband. Yeah. He's you know. I but are you, are you telling much. me that it's it's the story that keeps you going? It's not the gameplay. The gameplay is is black flagish, you know, in terms of the way you're running around and for, you, for listeners who didn't see the look on Jason's face, <laughs> it was one of disdain and confusion. <laughs> like it's like the screen black flag, you know. It, they, I'm I'm fully aware of that amazing game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but they've taken away like with the other Assassin's Creed games, they introduced kind of like the climbing mechanics, which were like you know different buttons and things, and um, you know the attack is your trigger buttons now and things like that look the combat isn't spectacular would you say it's better than other assassin's creed games the combat yeah yeah okay yeah i think so um but jason's face did not look convinced. yeah i don't think jason we're gonna gonna have an interesting conversation here i think i think honestly it's like watching you haven't played um middle earth shadow of war recently it's it's fast like that. Is you're not teleporting when you're climbing things or whatever you were doing there. Yep. But Still it's so convinced. much. It's so <laughs> easy. It's so quick to get around. Like I said, the character is brilliant. The world, like I love Egypt. There was a reason I really wanted to buy the game. And yeah, that could be me. It's the promise of as well. Next year they're going to have this like an educational mode coming out to the game where oh, there's really? where there's no assassiny business. It's kind of you walk around and you can interact with that is awesome. things and learn about it. And like I want to, I want to do that. Like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll be holding onto the game. For that reason, like that, the promise of that is is, is amazing. Want to go cheaper than and, fifty bucks? I'll go. Crazy. It but is like, cheaper than fifty bucks. It's forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Much cheaper than fifty bucks. But all the side things as well. Like the one thing that's missing in this game that I just, I you know, and it can't be there is the kind of sea shanty element of Assassin's Creed Black yeah, Flag. Yeah, that yeah, was the best. But pretty much all the other kind of things why I loved could, about why that game. You you're building a pyramid. <laughs> well, yeah, there are boats and things. Like the game's amazing. If you go in the water and you start swimming, somebody would just come along in a boat right near you. And you can just get on. So it's like rather than having to swim from one side to the other, somebody will come and someone will come you. and help you out. You get on their boat. You will borrow. No, no, you will. You will borrow it, um, right, or you can, you know, you can do something else. Um, when you get in that boat, does he then take you to shore, or does he just sit there? No, no, you take over. You, oh, right. you take over, and you you don't of, murder them to take over. You no, just swap. You, you swap. They will, they will sit down or whatever. It's because he sees you're an Egypt cop and he goes, oh, sorry, sir, it's all yours to use for the next ten minutes. Yeah, and he's an awesome Egypt cop. Egypt cop, but like. Really, the story very early on, like, didn't make me cry or anything, but it had me emotional. Like, I, I was watching it going... Are like, you talking I, about that scene early on? Yes. With, yep, okay. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, no I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dad, and like, I see this guy, and I'm like, dude, like, I, far out. I think for the nature of this conversation, we're just going to spoil a couple oh, so of things. It's a gladiator type situation. It's really Absolutely. early on. Okay. And you know, it is really early on. Yeah. And so I played it for six hours. If you don't want to know, just skip ahead maybe, what? You played for six hours? A couple of minutes. Yeah, I played for six hours. Oh, wow. So, um, first of all, the scene Joe's talking about is that your kid gets killed. Yep. Um, He is... Bayek is absolutely a family man. Mm. Um, I have yet to meet his wife, but I've heard very cool things. She's awesome. Um, I've heard she's really awesome, and I was looking... And you know what? She reminds me of, in Game of Thrones... I'm sorry, I'm I'm terrible with their names. No, 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 no. The... Awful woman with yeah, the yeah, two yeah. sisters. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I in know a cool way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The okay. awful woman with the two sisters. She's Sand Snakes. Sand Snakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whose yeah. yeah. brother was from The Mentalist. 
one of the best shows on TV. Ever. So, John, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to you what happens at the beginning right. of the game. This is what I saw. This Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Jason I don't cut? know. This is the Jason cut. It's it's the Assassin's Creed cut because nothing happens. <laughs> so, um, like, first of all, Assassin's Creed Origins is a terrible game. Now, second of all, you should love this game. Man. Just they, you've had your turn. So, just to be clear, this <laughs> is how out. this is how it starts, right? Your guy walks into a crowd. Some sort of pharaoh dude comes by on like whatever pharaohs get carried on. What is it in? That pharaoh thing. Sedan chair. Sedan chair. Right. He comes in. The pharaoh comes in in a sedan, right? And (laughs) and then Bayek looks at him, and then he looks at him, and then it goes one year later. That's what it does. So they look at each other, and it goes one year later, and then suddenly your pharaoh has time powers. So then, so what it's basically saying is, uh, what I got from that scene was, I'm you're my enemy, and he's like, oh my god, you're alive or something, and then it said one year later. And then your guy has a beard, great beard. It is a really it's good a beard, really good beard. Yeah. And then, um, and then you're in some sort of like pyramid type thing, or like a tomb, and you fight off some guy, and then eventually you escape, and then you meet an old friend of yours. He's like, oh, I didn't know you were alive, and then you go back to the town. But it hasn't really revealed at this point if you're a family man, you know nothing about your character, yeah. right? This is the thing that gets me. So first of all, the game teaches you how to play it, which is fine. Yeah. But. People have been playing Assassin's Creed games for a long time, and even if this is their first game, gamers aren't stupid. Yeah, don't and I'm sick of I'm sick of all the hand holding. Like with I Ze- thought that wasn't very long though. Well, with Zelda, you you walk out of a tomb. It's like do this, do this, do this. You walk out of a tomb. It's like Breath of the Wild. It's like do what you want. And I can see I can first of all I can see two influences to this game. One is Zelda, yep. and the other one is Witcher Three. And especially with how they deal with side quests and things. So straight away, I'm just like, this is totally my sort of game. Yeah. And the interesting thing and was... leveling up as well. There is leveling up. And the inter- it looks very Destiny, the leveling up bit. But oh, really? When, very Destiny. Um, but when you... When, when Jen came home, she's like, oh, it's Assassin's Creed. Is it any good? And I'm like, you play for a bit. Which is exactly what I did with Zelda. I was hoping something would click. Yeah. And she goes, what do I do? And I said, oh, you can do this. That's like Zelda. You know, you can call your horse. It's like Zelda. Oh, you can climb anything you want. Which you can. You can climb anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like other Assassin's Creed where there's some restrictions. It's like you can climb a mountain and stuff. Nice. And then... Um, and so she picked it up and the controls were the same. And she was able to do everything that she was able to... She was moving the camera around like it was Zelda. Like, it was a cool moment because she just knew what to do. Yeah. And that's the first time it's ever happened in a game. So I'm not hearing anything bad yet. You're not. But the thing about it was that this, this start of the game, and I've heard negative things about it, it's so slow. And nothing really happens. And I don't... like. There's like fetch quests. And mm-hmm. everybody is always being harassed by bandits. I don't know how many quests I did where it's just like, I lost my book of the dead. Also, there are bandits. And then you like get the sent The voice out. acting is much better than that. that it's I, so I, good. I, that is what I just did was infinitely... They should have hired me. It was infinitely better. That is everybody. And everyone's just so good. It's like, they're selling fake cat mummies. Also, there are bandits, and then and there always is. There's always bandits, right? I don't know what happened to the book and I'm of the pretty dead. sure that, that like, <laughs> oh, there's heaps of book of the dead. So anyway, no, no, no. It, it is, and that's it. But so and then so this is what happened, right? So let's just talk about one sequence where there's bandits, which is all sequences. Um, I went to this, I went to this bit, and there were bandits, and then there was this like dead player on the ground, and it had a name above it. And so what had happened was another player who'd been playing Assassin's Creed had died there, and I had to avenge like alternate reality Bayek. Oh. Have you ever done that? I've done it once. I didn't say it that way, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like this person had died and it, showed, and it showed me who had killed him. And yeah. so I had to kill the same people to avenge him to get a bonus. 
And um, that was kind of cool, I guess. Okay. But the thing is... That's very Watch Dogs-esque. That it is of... very Watch Dogs-esque. The thing is, Assassin's Creed, the name Assassin, you're never an assassin. Like, the closest thing I've ever really felt to, like, a killer for a little while is, like, Hitman. And I know Hitman and Assassin's Creed are not the same sort of game, but, like, does stealth ever come into it, Joe? Is there any point to doing stealth? Yeah, when do you go into those, um, there's these kind where of, like, bandits, towns yeah. and things where there are bandits. Yeah. Not towns, like little um, camps, sorry, encampments. Whenever I go into one of those, I just sneak around and take them out. That Can way. I finally, in an Assassin's Creed game, go around and just stealth kill everybody and get out unseen? That's what I do in those places. That's how I. Take Why did I not experience that in six hours of gameplay? I don't know how you were playing the game, man. I was shooting people with my bow and arrow. And the thing is, you die very quickly. By the way, I do. on the normal difficulty, a couple of hits, you're gone. I'm playing it on easy, and I'm liking that. Okay, well, I die quickly, and I love that. But the old, like, the reason I love that is because it feels challenging. But also in the old Assassin's Creed, it was kind of the, um, like, Batman-y sort of combos. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd do this and somebody would come and, like, then you'd, like, take them out. But everyone would wait their turn. Yes. It was, like, very, like, 80s Van Damme movie. Everyone waits their turn to be, like, taken out. But but this one here, like, I go into those camps, right? And what I do sometimes is, like, if there's, like, lions in a cage or something, I'll shoot open the cage and let them start messing them up. And then I'll kind of sneak behind someone, stab them while they're doing that. But I know what you're saying about the assassins kind of part of the story there. And at the very beginning of the story, I think it's four kind of, there's this screen all the way to the left and you're kind of um, on the options screen, whatever you want to call it, when you press the lines button. I seriously still don't know what that button's called on the Xbox One. I just call it the start button. Which okay. one? The three lines? The three yeah, lines. It's called a hamburger button. There we go. I press the hamburger button. True fact. And I go to the, to the left. Top button? Me? Oh, no, I got what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure it's Sorry, sorry, Joe. Thank you. Um... <laughs> But then that opens up later on in the game as well. And this, there's twists to the story, which are really cool. They they kind of tug at Bayek's heartstrings in terms of him being a father with some of the other quests with children being involved. Um, that there's like flashbacks Does and things. Does the combat get good? The, look, if you don't do, like I have com- to, do I have to unlock... It reminds me of Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, also that, I was going to say that. And it, like, does it... Like, if I unlock more skills, does it get better? So you just said Horizon Zero Dawn is a terrible, a terrible game. game. Did you play it? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah I had that's a... what he bought a PlayStation 4. And... Yeah, oh, that's right. Yes, you it's not a terrible. Like it. It's not no. a terrible game. I just didn't enjoy the combat. No, 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 no. It's, and... a, it's a beautiful. Like I'm not even. That was a joke. It's a. It's a great game. I just. It wasn't for me. Yeah. No. And and I can see then if that wasn't for you, this not being for you. But I think this is very much like Middle Earth: Shadow of War in terms of like the combat. The like you said, you got the bow and arrow. There's so many different types of bow and arrows. And yes, it is a shame that you have to unlock the ability to switch between your kind of predator style bow and arrow or just kind of your quick on the fly one because it does change it like when you're going around stealth and if you wanted to take someone out you do the kind of predator bow and arrow but then once you get into combat that one's basically pointless so i have one one other issue i have many issues but one issue that i'm going to talk about um which is uh, in the beginning i in the beginning no i i i went up against um like one of the main targets yeah and i was fighting these guys and i got found out and i thought you know it doesn't matter i'm just going to fight them normally without stealth and then I killed the guy that I was supposed to get, the boss guy, yeah. and he fell to the ground. And then I had to hold down Y to confirm my kill, yeah. which seems lazy. Because then what happened was the guy was suddenly alive again, yeah. and then it did the sequence of him dying. Like, I feel like we're, it's 2017, we're at a point now where, especially with a company as big as Ubisoft, where me fighting him, maybe if he got down to like a slither of health left, it then just sort of would kick into that. Yeah, that final sequence it took me out of it because he's just he's just lying there I could have just left him there and then went off and like found some cat mummies and some more bandits and then come back you love and, cat mummies aren't you yeah, this I, I gotta say I agree with you I remember in the original um, trilogy yeah. like that element of it was was I think 
the way when you would kind of stab and then it'll go into that slow motion and then it will yeah. transform into the, him talking to them, yeah, yeah. you know, and then, you know, whatever happened there. I think that then. happened in Black Flag, though. I think you just jumped on somebody, stabbed them, and they were gone. Yeah, uh, Black yeah. Flag was not an assassin. Like, it was, it was a pirate game. But I still I feel-, feel like you were more of an assassin in Black Flag than you are in... I, 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 I agree with that as well. Like, you don't... It's not... There is a kind of, you know... The future element is kind of tied in a little bit there. And, oh, that, and- but like them, the animus thing is totally in this. And I only got one sequence and this girl comes out of like a, like a, I think it's meant to be like a futuristic sarcophagus or something. And she comes out of it and she talks to her friend and then she's like, don't forget to like keep up your insulin levels or something. Yeah. And then she was just like, yeah, no problem. And then you just get back in. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, heard, it's like they're really- shoehorning it in because it's always been part of the series, but it's not really anything. No. It's just about, it's honestly about a girl who wants to get a job interview at Abstergo. That's, that's exactly what it is. Is that actually what's going on? Pretty much. Nice. What it seems like, yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I know. in but saying they, this, they don't, they don't, they don't, part of the game for me. I mean, like that's what, when I heard the Desmond story ended, yeah. I, I got that it needed to end. But they, it was very clear that they didn't know what to do with it going forward. And it doesn't sound like any of the games have dealt with the animus side at all. They just need to either choose to drop it entirely yeah. or um, actually put some effort into that side and make it something. Yeah, Look, I've got to say, I, I find the game, like, I, I'm loving it. Like, all there's right, so much so- ver- ver- variety to it. There are these cool, like, puzzle elements. Um, you know, there's lots of different types of missions. There's lots of different vehicles and things. I call them vehicles, but whatever you can use. Um when I'm in combat, I, I see what you're saying though. Like the stealth, if you're not like when you break out of combat, I just kind of yeah, I just go wreck shop and I use my kind of ultimate, you know, anger mode thing where I pull out my big hammer and just just start bashing people. Oh, but like as I'm mode. as I'm going around, like I'm, I start running to my mission. Trademark. I'll press, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll call my horse or if I have a, a camel, you know, they'll come trotting behind beside me. I'll jump on them as I'm going along. I'll see like you know some deer or something. I'll get my bow and arrow out, kill them, stay on my horse, ride past, press Y, and just pick up the thing, not like the Red Dead where you're going to that awful cutscene a million times. Yeah. And they better not do that in Red Dead 2, by the way. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, there's so much variety there in the story. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the character. I, I'm going to see it through. So there's something... Uh, what I got was that once I left that first town, I was out in the desert, um, and you really felt like you were in the desert. And I just stumbled upon a big group of bandits and they were high level and they killed me instantly. Oh, it yeah. just came out of if nowhere. If someone's above you, a couple of levels above you, you do and not And so suddenly I realized, oh, levels actually matter. Like I was starting to get, because the uh, thing is, see, I, love, up Destiny. I love the, Destiny. I love the Witcher, right? Yeah. But the combat in the Witcher, in my opinion, isn't great. And I mm. made it fun for myself because you can die very quickly in the Witcher. So you have to like, you have to plan for the type of enemy you're facing. If you're facing like a water hag or something, then you've yeah. got to like get certain things. And so you kind of make it fun because you turn it into this hunting game. Yep. But then I liked the fact that I just was in the desert and then suddenly, like, just completely, I was just doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then suddenly I got killed. And then, so anyway, I played it and then um, I sold it. I, was, I had it for two days and I sold it. I returned it, actually. And then I got a different game, which was Xenoblade Chronicles 2 or whatever. I'm not going to talk about it this podcast. Good game, though. And then for some reason, the other day... I had a craving to play Assassin's Creed Origins after I'd gotten rid of it. It's never happened with a game before. Oh, really? And I think the problem was that I really just felt like playing that type of game, but yeah. I didn't want to go back and play The Witcher again. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back and play an old Assassin's Creed. And then I found myself missing whatever... Something happened in those six hours where it made me sell it and it makes me want to... Like, I would almost re-bought it 
I couldn't do it while Joe was there, but I almost <laughs> recorded <laughs> today. Today, and, I, and I don't know why, which is great because it's cheaper. But yeah. like, I I don't know why, and I I think I'm going to walk away with a copy of Assassin's Creed Origins again today and keep going. And, thing, and I don't know why. And, and honestly, like the map is is scarily big. And like I'm trying to just stick to the main story, but I just keep on getting sidetracked. Like I'll be Are going the side around. Fun for you? Yeah, like that's what I said. Like they're, they're like, but oh, it, sorry. Is it the completionist part of you that wants to keep going, or is it just the fact? That it's, it's the fact that there's a story with I'm it. I'm a bigger completionist than he is. Yeah, right. but, but there's a story with it as well. Like I'll go up. To, I did one side mission, which was like you know three kind of elements long, involving this little kid who kind of obviously reminded Bayak of his of his son, and he's kind of you know had to go and help the kid first, and go and find another kid. It was with some bandits and then bring the kid back and then there was something else there. And it was um Thomas <laughs> made John O'Choke. Um yeah, like I'm 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 really intrigued by that. But then I, I, I go around and whenever I see one of those synchronization places, I climb up. Uh, I have to. And then, like oh I did one on a pyramid. Like it was oh, it was really? awesome. It took me ages to get to the top. Then you can slide down the bottom. Yeah. But I get to the top, when I press that synchronization button, every single time I've done it, and I've done it. I don't know how many times I double tap the guide button yeah. and I take a screenshot of my Xbox because it is beautiful. The way they pan this camera out and it gets to a point where your character, like Bayak, is on the kind of left-hand side of the screen and it's just got this massive kind of, you know, you can see the world into the distance yeah. on the side. It's mind-blowingly beautiful. And I was playing, I got to play it last weekend. I, I'm, I'm, you know, pop, pop that on a 4K TV at, at my wife's parents' place. Yeah. And man, does it look incredible! And I could, like, well, I got to try it on the Xbox One X at the at the event, yeah. and it did look phenomenal. But on this TV, like on the Xbox One S, I'm just looking. Oh, that's just beautiful. It's so good. And yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I I'm really surprised, Jace, when you tell me. You didn't I'm like surprised this game. too, because like I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was the wrong time. Maybe whatever. But I can't explain why I want to go back and play it. It's funny though. Like I had I bought Unity. I did not like it. I just I just was. Not a game for me. I had no desire to play um, Syndicate. And then, like, I love Black Flag. And I feel like this is more Black Flag than but it was. But when you say that, like, when somebody says Black Flag, I immediately think of ships. There's no real, like, you're not, there's no ships or anything. There's no but, but there's the, no ship equivalent. But there's water parts where you're swimming in this as well. And that was really cool. Black beautiful. Flag. Um, but you can go underwater as well. Yeah. I, I, you know, I just find it's a very quick game as well. Like, not having to go into chests and, like you did on all the other ones. The amount of time in my life I've wasted in, in Assassin's Creed games, holding down a button as that little wheel spins around to say I've opened a chest. Like why? Why couldn't I do what I do in this game and just run through an area and just tap, I think it's the Y button, just bash it and just loot everything. It's so satisfying. Mm. All right. Anyway. I don't know like where we end on this. Like I don't... <laughs> I, 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 I will I'll help with that. Thank you. It's funny because the two of you debate amongst each other backwards and forwards, and I'm just watching the tennis match. <laughs> and I don't think you've noticed over the uh, over the past year the amount of games you've converted me to that I had no intention of buying, which is my segue into what I'm going to talk about. But um, no, I, I think they both have merits. I'm going to give it a try and, and tell you what I think at some point in the near future. The, the um, last thing I will say about yeah. it, though, like it's a scary big map. It is a scary long game as well, though. That's where Am I, too far away? I want to get onto it. Cool. Well, good. All right. All right, speaking of games that I've been converted to, so a couple of podcasts ago, maybe one or two, um, Jason was talking about Stardew Valley in a big way. And I was not convinced that I would ever play this game because it was shades of Minecraft all over again. Jason's cheering here and he's, he's quite happy. Um, <laughs> so I, I got the collector's edition from Big W 
for $25. Now, everyone Ooh, else sells it for 60 bucks. For some reason, 29 is the normal price. It comes with the soundtrack, which I've yet to put... Uh, I've yet to put it onto a phone or anything yet, but I will because I love that soundtrack. And it's got a map. Oh, it's a nice map. Can I just say that the same... Okay, so see this map here? Yeah. This map, I think, is designed by that same person I was talking about, the Fan Gamer website. Ah. That's the map. And on top of that, they make a Stardew vinyl. Like the vinyl oh. of the entire soundtrack. And each um, different vinyl is a different color based on what season it is. Oh. It's you got to, i got to show you this to you. There's, to lots, there's a few vinyls. There's four vinyls. Well, one for each season. Yeah. So I actually bought it for M. I, I must admit. Yep. But it's ours now. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, her face. Um, <laughs> yeah, M was playing it first, and she was loving it. And then I started playing it, and oh no, my I god! Don't yeah, I bought Assassin's Creed for my kids. <laughs> yes. So my, my current my current plan is actually very similar to Jason's last plan. I'm going to buy it on the Switch so I can play it while M plays it on the Xbox. And like that's the closest thing you can get to multiplayer in this yeah. game. But you help each other out. Yeah, we do. Have you guys been looking stuff up as you play? No, we've been um, gloriously discovering stuff because when I go and play, I'll sit there for hours, knock over like a good maybe even a season, and then M will come back and she'll look at mine. And she goes, "Where'd you get that from? Yeah. How'd you find that?" What's, no, don't tell me. I want to find it for myself. That's really <laughs> And then cool. I'm sitting there going, do I tell her about this or do I let her find it out for herself? So, like, so I'll give her directions, but not, I will not say what's going to happen. I'll just go, you might want to go there or you might want to go see this. That's awesome. So yeah. my problem was I looked at it. I've, I've started and stopped Stardew Valley many times over the years. And I kind of had this like min-max approach to it in terms of like get the most out of the first season and stuff. Yeah. And everyone says, just go in there and enjoy it for what it is. You know, like the game, the game's game's message is about like, you know, breathing in the country air and like, you know, like take down the corporation, you know, Mm. Jojo Martin, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, rebuild the community center and, and it's, you know, it's very much... Damn then, the man, save the empire. Basically. Mm. But then I was basically looking at it from a, like, got to make the most amount of money, got to set up my, like, my little corporate shed oh, with all so my, like... You with are my, the man. With, with my mayonnaise <laughs> machines and my cheese machines <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. And I did that. And I, I, you know what, for me, I really enjoyed that. But then that was the problem that that faced for Jen was that she saw the amount of progress I was making where she was two seasons ahead, but in season one, I'd accomplished so much more. Mm. And she's just like, how are you married already? I'm like, the chick loves salads, man. And like... (laughs) Oh, you're married already? Oh yeah, a woman's heart is through salads. There's a girl... Who'd you get married to? Leah. She lives uh, in a shack. Yeah, and thing. I know, I know Leah, yeah. There's a girl. Um, good girl. I'm, 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 don't, I'm don't, torn look, between, don't you go looking at Leah. I'm torn between Leah and Penny. Everybody goes for Penny. Oh really? Yeah, Penny's the the top. Uh, Penny's top chick. Don't tell me that. It's Penny and Penny and Abigail, and then people go for Leah because she's easy. Chicks love salads. Really? Because I got the impression that Leah was not. <laughs> That's easy the name of this episode. Chicks love salads. Chicks love salads. <laughs> Lovely. Not, not not because she's easy. Actually, no. I, I want. Oh, she disappeared. When M comes back, I want to ask her who she's considering. So Jen ended up with Harvey, which is the doctor. She, really? Yeah. I hear he's two-faced. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I think that Joe's reading the manual. Yeah, no, see, I just want to say quickly, on this map here, there is a cow and the cow, it actually says moo on the map. That's, that's really cute. Yeah. Sorry, go on. See, I think, I think Joe's jealous. For once, it's a game that we're bonding over that Joe has not touched or even considered. I do not have time for Stardew Valley. I want to. It looks really cute. Oh, I, 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 I said ages you know ago what? that I want to get this game. You know, I thought I didn't have time either. You just make, you make time. time. Oh, you will because it is. You know what? It's glorious. It is so well paced and the charming thing, too. Oh, so charming! And 
I'm still disappointed every time I, I die in the mines and then get woken up by someone. Hold on a second. Are you telling me you're not reloading the game when you die in the mines? Because dying in the mines is the worst thing that can happen. Oh, it's horrid, isn't it? And you just, you live with it? And I just live with it. So you guys are playing it like in its purest form. Good on you, John. I do it. Yeah. I don't do it. I, I can't. That's like hard mode in Stardew Valley. Yeah. I, I, I remember, actually, I completely forgot that you talked about losing like days of progress because you reloaded. No, nah, I can't do it. I've just, I go, you know what? I've lost stuff. Pisses me off, but I'm gonna I'm gonna plow through. Um, I haven't lost anything. Plow through, start your business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, like, and we'll see. I've built like walls and paths all through my my property, and she goes, "Where'd you find all that stuff?" And it's it's oh, it's, it's cool glorious. because it, this is gonna last you guys so much longer. I mean, I like let's put it this way, Jen. I don't. What's four days? How many hours is that? Too many. Yeah. So like Jen's played this game for four solid days. That's not yeah. like on a pause screen. No, right? she's no. played it for four yeah, days, I, right? And she. I've I've pushed her to. I've no, we pushed, to ask you a question. Em. I've pushed Come her on. to go. Um, Em's taken over my mic now. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> I've like I've pushed Jen to sort of progress further because she wants to catch up to where I am. And when I say catch up, I mean I'm behind her in terms of seasons. But like a full day for me can take almost an hour, and days go by quick in Stardew Valley, as, as Em knows as well. But I, when I come back to this. I wish I took the advice that everybody else said online, which is just to take it slow. Mm. The fact that M doesn't want you to tell her how you got something is awesome because mm. you're going to have your experiences. I don't want to tell her either. I want her just to find it out for herself and get the same joy. But um, M, there was a... Jason and I were just comparing um, who we get married to in the game. Jason's already married to Leah. So well, Leah, you get Le- married? Yeah. Well, you, and you can oh, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's and awesome. Yeah. So, so this like Stardew Valley just briefly is based on a game called Harvest Moon, which is a really old um, Super Nintendo game. Oh. Has many spin-offs, and this is like a love that. letter to that game, oh. um, but it's better than that game. Right. And um, so, in it, one of the biggest things was you can get married and have kids. So right. that's that's like a thing. But you can get married, and you can get married to only specific people. Yep. But you'll you'll be able to tell they typically it's like a look single like on their thing as well. It's single and stuff oh, like that. Okay. But is there anyone around town that you're keen on? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna to have to start looking now. Okay. Have you met Have you met the doctor, Harvey? Oh, uh, oh. You see me talking. He's to got him a massage. Talking to him. Yeah. yeah. So he keeps giving health advice. Yeah. yeah so does. Jen, Jen married Harvey. Right. I married Leah, and this is the reason why I married Leah. Leah is one of the easiest girls. And when I say easy, I'm talking about from a game perspective. <laughs> yeah. One of the easiest girls <laughs> to get married yeah, to because she. you have to give them items, and there are certain items that boost how much they care for yeah, you. Yeah, the things that they like. The yeah, and so if they like, really, yeah. really like something, and often it's something that might have a lot of work, like almost everybody in town loves diamonds, yeah. but which aren't the easiest thing to get. I haven't found a diamond yet. You'll find them. There's better things than diamonds, my friend. Um, <laughs> but, um, for example, I can go to the bar, buy a salad, give it to Leah, and it's her favourite thing. Oh, really? And so, because of that... Why would you tell me that? Don't go for Leah. She's my girl. But you <laughs> yeah, can go... Penny. It's done. So, Penny's, Penny's a school teacher. She's nice. Yeah. And Penny, Penny and Abigail, for the girls, are the two most popular. And I think the most popular boys is a guy named Shane. Who works at Jojo really? He's a jerk. I think he's a drunk too. I want to um, and Is his mum Pam? No, his mum's No, a, Penny no. Penny's mum is Pam. No, wow. The person oh, who lives in the trailer. Yeah. Wow, that's just changed. Also, Pam inside. loves beer. Yes. If you ever want to get, get into oh, Pam's no. heart. Figure that beer. one out. Yeah. yeah. Avoiding that like um, a plague. But yeah, no, you can get married and, and that's oh, sort of cool. something it takes a long time. So it took me three seasons, which is quite quick, yep. to be able to get yeah. married. And that's giving a salad to her twice a week. <laughs> girls love salads man (laughs) so you know but you're enjoying it yeah yeah heaps what what is it that's is it like do you feel like 
because it's a little bit simpler to control. It's a very complex game, but... Yeah, I, I like the fact that it, the pacing is quite slow. Like, I actually like that you are kind of trying to go off-grid almost. And, yeah. You know, and... Um, and that you just have to do these sort of mundane little tasks like planting your seeds and all that sort of thing. <laughs> no, it's lovely, but it's it, I, I just I, and I like I read in the instructions that it says you can play it however you want to play it. So if you want to just really like go all out with the farm, you can do that. Or if yep. you want to go mining, like John Jono likes mining more than I do. Yep. Mostly because I'm afraid of the little slime things yeah. that Jen, keep coming Jen, after you. Jen has never been in the mines oh, herself. Really? I always play the mines for her. I just thought yeah. everything's going to get to me. Like, well, that's it. Like, I'll go up there when I need to get stuff. But yep. I prefer the planting and, you know, uh, planning out my garden and that sort of thing. It's very much like me in real life, really. Yep. Um, and, and then I also like how they say, or you can try and just forage your way through life and live off the land and what you find and that sort of thing. So I like that you can, or you can go fishing or whatever. Um, I like that you've got different ways that you can play it. And it's not, it's not really. Can I ask you a question about fishing? Are you, can you do it? I'm so bad at it. Okay. Have you, have you ever caught a fish by yourself? I think I caught one once as a fluke, like the first time. And then after that, I haven't been able to do it. I can't get that little. So like for me to get Jen into the game, I had to first figure out like what control scheme she liked best. Yeah. And so, like, what that meant was, um, we I have it on PC, but I also have it on Xbox. Yeah. And so she tried; she would fish with the mouse, but then use the Xbox control to move around. Oh, okay, yeah. But eventually, like for me, seeing progress for her was seeing how got good she got at fishing. Yeah. And like later on, you can get better rods and you can do all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But she just got better at it, and yeah. now it's to the point where she just does like she'll just she's playing it right now. Yeah. Like she'll <laughs> she'll get on there and she'll just like go fishing for some extra. She doesn't need a fish. She doesn't need. She got more money than me. She's got like yeah. two million bucks or something. Oh it's ridiculous. God. What? Oh, you, you get much more than that. I keep spending my money on dumb things, but like, so do I. like real life. But it's um, is that yeah. salad. It's sal- salad. <laughs> salad is two hundred. Wife. Salad is two hundred fifty. I don't have to give my wife presents anymore. I've already <laughs> locked it down. Um, this is Jen. I'll buy you a present, but Leah gets something. <laughs> Leah, Leah just gets salad. Basically, does she? Li- no, I don't want to. Know. Don't tell no, me. No, what? I was going to say, does she live with you? Or do you, like what happens to Leah's house? No, don't tell me. I don't no. want to. Know. But I think you know. We'll, you guys talk more about Stardew we'll and stuff, notes. but I, I don't want to say any more because I think it's a really nice experience. I think if you want to spend, what is it, 16 bucks, you've got on this, weird, you've got oh, this yeah, kind of multiplayer thing going on. You're not in each other's game, but John will sit there on the couch and play it and you'll do it and you'll compare. Mm-hmm. and It's it's cool. It's yeah, like some of the best. Mm-hmm. I've I bought this game three times. I got it once on Xbox, mm-hmm. once on Switch, and once on PC. Yeah. And the whole reason I got it on Xbox was just that's the way Jen preferred to play it. Yeah. And for thirty bucks at the time, for the amount of hours we've gotten out of it, it was it's totally worth. Oh, it. it's the best twenty five bucks I've spent in ages, and it'll probably be the best sixteen bucks that I'll also spend again. <laughs> um, no, so I think I started the the whole Stardew Valley discussion with, well, I mean, partly that I got it for M and for myself, but I've I've really liked as part of our one year you know celebrations that you guys have introduced me to a lot of games that. I wouldn't have probably tried on my own necessarily, but I've loved and they've become some of my favorite games this year from things like Overcooked through to Stardew Valley. Um, I'm playing Wolfenstein the Old Blood. And yet I've also got a lot of old school gaming in this year. So it's been a really rich game, a rich year for gaming. A lot of people say that this year, I think with the inclusion of the Switch, has been the best year for gaming. In in years. It's it's one of the three best years. I, I would say. Yeah. And we're gonna we're doing that old what do we call that that one? Game of a year? Yeah, game of a year. Thanks, Em. Go, go Thanks, Em. Thanks, Em. Yeah, I think in Game of a Year there's two other years that I think were as good as this year, but I don't know if I could say they were better. This year has been 
Pretty phenomenal. phenomenal. The, the Switch alone has mm. produced some of the best games I've played this year. Um, but isn't it but, funny, though, as well? Some games that weren't on Switch are now better because they are on Switch. Yeah. And that's why I was saying before, I'm thinking about getting Skyrim, man, and that's 80 bucks. It's, mm. it's, it was released in 2011. I mean, like, you, can, you play classic <laughs> games, but Skyrim is on the cusp of, like, modern era. Like, it's a recent yeah. sort of thing, but yep. it shouldn't cost that amount of money. Kind of if thing. the Witcher came to the Switch, would you start all over again? No, no. The Witcher is not a Switch game. Okay, no, it just isn't. Yeah, and for some reason I don't know why, but Skyrim is. It's a little bit more arcadey. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, the thing is, I don't need any more games. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped yes, to do. I know that feeling. <laughs> I'm pumped to do our Game of the Year um, podcast, like beginning of next year, and just kind of hear what your three favorite games of the year were. Um, you know, and, 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 and others really as well, ones. and. I think, you know, Jono and I might have some of the similar disappointments in terms of games oh, this year. That's an easy one. Um, what, what I often see on like some of the other podcasts or hear on other podcasts is that there's a big list of all the games, like the sort yep. of major games that have come out. And as a group, you work to say, is it in the list? Yes or no? And we yep, cross yep, it yep. off. Oh, and it can like go that. for quite a while. But I reckon let's get that list together. Yep. And let's just cross things off and go, look, you know what? It's a great game, but it doesn't deserve to be in the top okay. 10. Yep. I'll, I'll create a keynote. Fantastic. Done. Nice. I love a good keynote. So... I don't think we're going to end per se, but we're going to pause. Okay. Because we're only going to go play some games. Yeah. We are. I'm, Where's I'm our fourth? Out for it. Um, our fourth should be here shortly. Has he messaged you at all, Em? Not yet. He said he's coming. Okay. What a... B word. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, beautiful. 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 Yeah. Beautiful, lovely person. <laughs> Hi, Dane. Um, time to start listing. So <laughs> let's let's get into it and then maybe we'll record something at the end. Right. Cool. And I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to you guys in Poyo Poyo Tetris. Yeah, that's coming later. <laughs> First, we're going to work together. I don't think you and I have gone up against each other before. Let's do it, Jace. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not very good at Poyo Poyo. Tetris, though. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening for now. Yep. Uh, and you will hear from us soon. Exactly. And also, there are bandits. <laughs> and salad. <laughs> we're back. So, uh, when we left you, we said we're going to try and get that achievement in Halo 3 ODST. We played valiantly. I'll, I'll give it that. I think there were some really tremendous efforts, but we sucked. So it didn't happen. It also, didn't... it would have taken like five hours. Oh, it would have taken, yeah, three hours, I reckon. But then we played some FIFA and Joe and Emma, Mike. We discovered God, that when... Emma is some like FIFA hustler. Mm-hmm. She yeah. just like scored every opportunity she got. <laughs> and Poyo Poyo, Tetris, was all time winner. Hello. But that was Happy epic. Happy birthday to me. That was, <laughs> it was, that epic. was like everyone, everyone won a round. Yep. They did. And then Jono was like, hadn't won a round. He won the two rounds to make him win. Yeah. Epic. So that was yep. nice, mate. It was good. Um, Happy birthday for tomorrow. Yeah, man. Thanks, birthday, man. And today. Yeah. It was a good, it's a double it was a good day. It goes over 48 hours. Yeah. And all longer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been birthday week. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. I mean, you know, between switches and. Um, and having this epic gaming setup in the house has been That's awesome. It. And we'll do it again. Year, every year for your birthday, we get to celebrate our birthday for Versus Player 2. And it's great. Doubly fun. Exactly. Well, let's not let's not leave this gaming session too far apart again. Let's not yep. do it at birthdays, but let's do it more often. Sounds for good. Sure. All right. Well, as we always say, Versus Player, go out, find a friend, play some games. Always we do from now on anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's our U2 motto. Yeah. U2 motto. Go out, find some friends, play some games. You got no friends? Well, final. Online and that anonymous, you'll be fine. See you later. Bye. Chicks dig salad. <laughs>